his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Incidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. year or so, I've been reading World War I and World War II books with my boys. They're absolutely fascinated with the whole thing. We started with great battles for boys and moved on. Troop movements, death tolls, the story of that era is mind-boggling. Particularly when you look at it backwards. So much bloodshed. The best and brightest of an entire generation slaughtered and sacrificed for tiny territorial gains in World War I that today, a century later, mean almost nothing. And of course, World War I begat World War II. I wasn't really too much into it in the beginning, but the boys love it. So I got into the minutiae of battles I didn't even know were fought. 40,000 dead here, 10,000 dead there, like it was nothing. And as I've read over the last year, I've been so glad we're not like that anymore. Or are we? I got an eerie sense of deja vu from our World War I and World War II past, seeing this shocking article. So reminiscent of articles from the time. It was in the Washington Times, and you should read every word of it. Headline, as U.S. troops reach 100,000 in Europe, questions mount over endgame, long-term effects. Wait, what exactly is going on? Folks, I am one of the most tuned in to what is going on, people. And I had no idea that from mid-February of this year on, we have built up the number of American troops in Europe sharply in just four months since Russia invaded Ukraine from about 65,000 in mid-February to 100,000 today. That is the most rapid U.S. military buildup on the continent in the post-Cold War era. Their mission, quote, to deter further Russian aggression? Or is it to spark further Russian aggression and start World War III? That terrifying announcement, they'd done the buildup so quietly, even I didn't notice it. And what I do for a living is news. Well, that article was preceded by another one this weekend. If you follow the CIA and know how they operate, and I do, you'll know exactly what they were doing. It was an announcement in the New York Times, that the State Department and the Central Intelligence Agencies are and have been inside Ukraine coordinating troop movements against Russia. That is a virtual declaration of war against Russia, an invitation to attack. 
an absolute unmitigated provocation from the Washington war machine. Let's look at this logically. If you're the CIA and the State Department and you're in there coordinating troops against Russia, would you tell anybody if your goal was simply to help the Ukrainians defeat the Russians? Oh, heck no, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't go a step further and volunteer that the Pentagon and CIA special forces were organizing and conducting a NATO war effort from inside the country, inside Ukraine. And you certainly wouldn't tell them, why, where are we located? Oh, you can find us in Kiev, deep inside Ukraine. Why would you do that? Two reasons. Your desired audience is the Russian oligarchs, Russian patriots, inside Russia's parliament. You are trying to inspire the warmongers to taunt Putin into retaliating. The swamp has been at this for months, announcing it helped to murder various Russian troops and take out various Russian military pieces of equipment, ships, etc. When that didn't work, they moved on to a new provocation, announcing that they are leading slash coordinating troop movements from inside Ukraine and giving their location. Again, this is to provoke two things. Folks inside of Russia who are patriots to push and goad Putin into retaliating. But more importantly, it serves as a warning. We told you we were there. You knew we were there. So that when the odd mortar or rocket launch grenade or God forbid missile goes a little off course, say two blocks and hits what we now know is the CIA compound, why it's an act of war. And since we're NATO members, what does it require? Why retaliation? World War Three with a nuclear armed country, which I'm sure will work out just fine. That story from the New York Times this weekend will make today's story make much more sense. Since today's story explains the purpose of the insanely massive buildup of troops so reminiscent of World War One and World War Two, you know, as our country, I still can't believe this. I'm going to repeat it. Troop buildup from 65,000. These are U.S. troops. 65,000 mid-February to 100,000 now. That's massive. You only do that if you're going to fight a war. Are they? Here's a headline from CNN. As we learn what we're doing with all those troops. Turning them over to NATO, it looks like. For the war. Wait, what? NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg announced on Monday that NATO will enhance its battle groups in the eastern part of the alliance up to brigade levels. Well, how big an army is massing? I mean, how big an army are we talking about? Yeah, 300,000. Wait, what? Yeah, 300,000, he said. Announced it at a news conference in Brussels. 300,000 high readiness forces. Oh, and more pre-positioned equipment and stockpiles of military supplies, more forward-deployed capabilities like air defense, strength and command and control, upgraded defense plans, and forces pre-assigned to defend specific allies. Hmm. Well, where are these forces? Now we've positioned a large number of them in the NATO countries around Ukraine. Well, what did NATO Commander Stoltenberg say they're doing in these countries? Sure looks like preparing for World War III. This line, in particular, after a year of reading World War I and World War II history, sent a chill down my spine. The NATO response force is exercising with home defense forces 
in these NATO countries right around, you know, Ukraine, where Russia is, they're becoming familiar with the local terrain, facilities, and our new pre-positioned stocks so they can respond smoothly and swiftly to any emergency. How big a deal is this exactly? Well, Stoltenberg answered that question, too. This constitutes the biggest overhaul of our collective defense and deterrence since the Cold War. Oh, and the beauty of this, from the perspective of a president owned by China, is this leaves our rear flank totally exposed in the Pacific. So China can go ahead and grab whatever it is that they want, and we'll go, oops, were we not there in the numbers we needed to stop it? Anyway, that's a different podcast. Anyway, why does Stoltenberg say these troops are exercising together with these home defense forces in a massive army unseen since, well, honestly, World War I and World War II, what, what are they doing exactly? They're preparing to, quote, respond smoothly and swiftly to an emergency. Or is it a false flag, like the ones the CIA is famous for? Did it all over Syria to get us into that war? That was where they originally planned to hold the proxy war with Russia, but Ukraine will work just as well. Folks, they are gearing up for World War III with Russia. I don't know how else to spell it out for you. I'm not saying they're going to do it. But I'm saying they sure want to. I had a texter on my show text line today ask the right question. But why would they do this? I mean, isn't the war in Ukraine almost over? Yeah, that's exactly why they're doing this. And by the way, Russia is pretty much territorially dominated. I mean, they pretty much won and it's pretty much over. We need to keep it going. Why? Because what have countries always historically done when their currency is debased? When their currency is in freefall, from Rome to the Weimar Republic to Argentina, you only have two options, really. Throw away the, f- the printing press, embrace fiscal austerity, cut the spending and shore up your currency, which will never happen in Washington, or you start a war. Oh, come on, Tara. That would never happen in the modern era, though. Actually, this is the third currency war. The first one was with Iraq. See, what we do as Americans is when heads of countries declare, as Vladimir Putin did over the weekend, this is why the timing of this this week, when heads of countries declare that they are attacking, going to war with our currency, the reserve currency of the earth for the last 100 years, when they announce, let me give you the, uh, for instance, the first one to do this was Saddam Hussein. He announced that he intended to drop the dollar. He was no longer going to sell oil for it. We slapped him with an embargo, and then we killed him within three years. That's our history. If you announce that you intend to go off the dollar to not switch your currency into it to buy oil and then switch out of it again, an effective tax on you paid to America for absolutely no reason. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. If you announce as a leader of a country that you're going to do that, we will kill you. That literally is the central tenet of U.S. policy. It has been for years. That's why we had all those nonsensical wars in the Middle East. 
every single one of those countries either announced they were going off the dollar, they intended to buy critical goods in some other currency or to sell the oil they had in some other currency, or they announced they were studying it. And we hit every one of them and overturned the regimes. Egypt, Gaddafi in Libya, and Iraq, just to name a few. The problem here is that the latest quasi-dictator to announce that he's doing this is doing it in partnership with China. He announced it over the weekend. Yep, it was the single biggest economic story in a century, really since the Great Depression, when Vladimir Putin announced that the BRICS countries, that would be Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America, have had it with America. They are banding together for their own survival. We can't attack them all. They're banding together to abandon the dollar. See, most Americans have no idea that the American lifestyle is not some patriotic outcome of a lot of capitalism, although it is in part. The American lifestyle, which you can't find anywhere else in the world, is the direct product of the petrodollar. The system that says you buy your oil, you switch your money into dollars, or if you're selling oil in the case of Russia or buying it in the case of China, you switch your dollars into the American dollar, you buy it, uh, and then you switch back to your currency. That strengthens the dollar, gives us the ability to print and our lifestyle through that artificially and fakely strengthened dollar. Russia and China said no more. India said, screw you. Your inflation's too high. We're throwing in with Russia and China. And they announced an alternative financial system. Folks, the system we have in the world right now, the SWIFT system and the overall economic system, you literally can't trade if you're a major corporation or a country uh, very easily, almost at all, really, um, in your own currency inside this system. And so what they announced was two things. They're building their own system and it will have a digital currency that's a combination of all their currencies. And this is the fascinating part for freedom. And you'll also have an option within this system, and they haven't clarified it, to purchase goods in your own currency, if you're not particularly interested in the joint currency of the BRICS countries. Okay, what does this mean? Uh, Roughly half the world, it's about 3.3 billion people represented by those countries, just declared economic war on America. And folks want to get in fast. Yep, Argentina announced over the weekend, actually begged BRICS to let them in. This is how the dominoes will go. As soon as they can escape this system where they have to trade in dollars whose value is literally degrading in front of their face. I mean, last year a dollar was worth a dollar. This year it's worth 91 cents. You can't even hold that. And people aren't going to want to the second they have another option, right? So what are we watching right now? What the U.S. has always done. The reason for all our Middle Eastern wars. Our foreign policy, which looks so complex and multi-layered, is really very simple. Drop the dollar or refuse to sell your oil in it and we will kill you. Or overthrow your regime in the case of Egypt. And this system has worked very well for us. Until we hit on a position where the dictators announcing they were leading it were from nuclear armed countries like China and Russia. That's a big problem. And the swamp is both stupid, reckless, and largely funded by the military-industrial complex, which sees a war like this as a chance to profit and tells themselves that Russia would never use the nukes, right? Because mutual assured destruction. 
But there's something much bigger going on here. This currency war has been rolling for about three years. What kicked it off was the EU announcing that it intended to partner with the U.S. to create a world digital currency, which it would then force all these other countries to use through the SWIFT system and the world allied economic system. This currency, as the UK Independent and the UK Telegraph have reported, would be pre-programmable. In other words, whoever controls it, and that would be basically Europe and America, it'd be a combo of the euro and the dollar, this currency would be pre-programmable. It would be utterly controlled by whatever bank issued it. And so if you wanted to trade your goods, good luck doing it outside this system. Why would it take a conglomeration of countries to rebel against that kind of dictatorial regime? So Brick said, what the heck? We will. We'll stick together. You can't kill us all. That's why the announcement of the 300,000 strong force this week. It's a response to the BRICS announcement over the weekend that they are in the final stages of putting together the new financial system. It will break the back. And Putin was right. He gave a speech about this. This will end U.S. supremacy. It will end the unipolar world. He also said that the Western countries were committing economic suicide in what they're doing with their currencies. And he's right. And he warned, I think prophetically, that once the American people and the European people come to understand what their elites have done, there'll be such a rebellion, he said, such a rise of populism that these people will be overthrown. So they're not just looking out the window in fear of this new Chinese-Russian monolith. They're also looking downward at an increasingly restless, angry population that Putin correctly predicted will come for them. They have two options. Stop printing money, only spend within their means, which means the welfare state by which they pay off the population dries up. That ain't going to work. Nope, the mobs will still come for them. So the only thing left is war. And that's what they're doing. This has been done in human history again and again and again. It's essentially what Germany did with World War II. Well, the economic reason for it, at least. But Putin and Xi Jinping, and apparently the head of India, have clearly decided it's better to take this risk and bet that the world's countries will join with them, and I think they will, against us, uh, than it is to be ruled by us via digital currency, trapped in this world system that we control. It's not that Russia and China love freedom. Far from it. It's just that they want to be the people dictating to their people what they will do and how they will live. Not us. Given the history of the CIA, look up Tonkin, Gulf of Tonkin, look for a false flag attack. Look for something that goes off course and kills our CIA operatives, the Pentagon people that are in Kiev um, who are directing these troops. Uh, maybe it'll be an errant, supposedly Russian missile, supposedly. No one will stop the check. Uh, we'll go to war before that, uh, that goes astray and, I don't know, hits some troops training in Poland. D just pick one. I don't know which one it'll be, but it'll be one of those if they decide to go forward. Folks, we are playing with absolute fire. This is why in the last few months, because Putin knows this, he's seen it on the satellite, he's seen the buildup, he's got uh, some of the, the best intel on Earth. This is why Putin has seemed increasingly erratic, saber-rattling and threatening nuclear war. He wasn't erratic at all. He was watching this buildup. So what was Putin telling us in that speech two weeks ago? Stop this. 
overthrow your leaders. They've betrayed you. You'll understand how much as your dollar collapses. Because he literally said that these countries, the Western countries, were committing economic suicide. And he specifically referred to our currencies. What was wild about that speech by Putin is who else said almost the same thing? Jerome Powell, the head of our Federal Reserve, who gave a dueling speech explaining that we needed to adopt central digital currency because the dollar's place in the world was about to be diminished, which is exactly what Putin just said. Jerome Powell just put it in a different way. Going to war won't work. But as our elites increasingly get desperate, I'm afraid they'll try it. That's what that troop buildup says to me. And the war, of course, would be conveniently time for the what's coming up? Oh, yeah, the midterms. It all works out perfectly. Throw in a fuel shortage, a food shortage, catastrophic increases in in food prices, a doubling of fuel prices scheduled for this winter. Oh, and the second outbreak of COVID, which Anthony Fauci has been telling us since April is scheduled for this fall. He keeps saying it's going to be this fall. And, well, you've got cover for another mail-in election and maybe an explanation for why, despite everything in the polls indicating an absolute wipeout of the Democrats and total victory for the Republicans, that Democrats somehow won anyway, even though the polls said otherwise. See how this works? Yep. This is what they're planning. I'm not saying it's what will happen, but it's probably the only play they have left. And Putin knows it. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.